Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Mackinac Dollar, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Starting Super Bowl week with this, Abdal. The line's two and a half right now. 49ers are the favorite. What's your pick? Chiefs. You're going Chiefs in the points. Chiefs. I'm going, no, Chiefs money line. Oh, Joe, you just go money line. Chiefs money line. You don't want the points. Don't want, don't need them. Keep them. All right, em. all right. Keep them. Lock it in. If it gets to three, I'll bet Chiefs in the points. But I've already bet Chiefs money line. I, I think it's going to be a good game. Um, you know, we, we kind of sit through the entire NFL season hoping for a great Super Bowl matchup. Sometimes... We don't get it. Sometimes you get a team where questionable quarterback play or, or you know, they, they get there kind of because of uh, the rest of the conference has a bunch of injuries. Mm-hmm. But, it, but these two teams, not only did they win their way, obviously, to this point, but I think they're deserving of this shot to win a Super Bowl. You know the storylines with Mahomes, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, some of the all-time greats as a coach, a tight end, and a quarterback going for their third Super Bowl championship. It's the fourth time they're in this contest, the Super Bowl. And then on the other side, the San Francisco 49ers are essentially the perfect example of how to build a team Mm -hmm. in 2024. And you can look at Brock Purdy and, and say, you know, they didn't expect him to be what he is, but he's the perfect quarterback for their system, for Kyle Shanahan, and for this team that was built up defensively and with all these other pieces it, it, it's going to be a good game. We yeah. have a whole week to preview the game, but I'm already excited to see Kansas City, San Francisco in the Super Bowl. So I've already said it after, even though they lost, after the Lions lost, I'm done crapping on Goff. I think he's a fine quarterback. I don't think he's excellent. I don't think he's top 10, but I think he's good. He's a good quarterback, right? Yeah, he's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. I will do the same if Purdy wins a Super Bowl. Like, if they win because of Brock Purdy, and it's not just Christian McCaffrey handoffs and screens and everything like that, if Christian McCaffrey has a good game, I think we have to stop saying it's a system thing, and maybe they found their guy. Like, it's, to me, Brock Purdy, he's shown, as the games get more and more important in these playoffs, that, and towards the end of the season, that he's more than just a system guy. Now, this is also a team that when Jimmy Garoppolo almost threw two interceptions, they took the ball out of his hand and ran it 45 times and won the game that way. So they're perfectly capable of winning games multiple ways. Now, especially now coming from behind. Like Purdy showed, like they were down, what, 27, 22, 27 points, something like that? Yeah, against the Lions. Yeah, and they Mm -hmm. came all the way back, and he drove them back, and he brought them back. And so I feel like this narrative of... Brock Purdy being a system guy is warranted until now. Like now I think he's kind of shown again, he's kind of in the golf situation. I'm not saying Brock Purdy's a top 10 quarterback, not going to do it, but he's definitely showing that he's top 15 ish. Yeah. You know, and the, the conversation we've had previously about Jared Goff is I don't think Goff is an elite quarterback or a top 10 guy. He's a good quarterback. Yeah. Brock Purdy can be a good quarterback. He's not elite. He's not top 10. Uh, if I'm starting my franchise tomorrow, 
He's not going to be one of the first seven to eight names that I list off. No. There are better quarterbacks in the NFL. Can you win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy? They certainly can. We'll find out. Although, there are in big spots, in big games, where he seems to have one massive mistake. Yeah. Or the opportunity for a team to capitalize on a bad mistake seems each and every week. But we see that so, all the time. Like, we see that with Dak Prescott, and we say he's like a top 11 or 12 quarterback. Yeah, but, but Dak has a little bit of the ability where you think that he has the the ability to bring you back at the end if you have to. I'm not quite sold that final drive of the game under two minutes that Purdy necessarily has it. I understand you laid out the argument that they came from behind against the Lions. With seven minutes ago, the 49ers had that game in hand. Like oh, with seven yeah. minutes ago in the yeah. NFC Championship game, San Francisco had all of the momentum. They had the ball. They were driving for, for the lead. That's different than give the ball to Purdy with a minute 45 left, one timeout on the 20. You got to drive the full length of the field, score a touchdown to win the Super Bowl. I don't know if he's that guy. He's certainly the guy to bring him back throughout a game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the final drive, if he's necessarily that guy. That's well, this what defense I'm is going to be a different animal, too. I feel the like Chiefs Dak, defense is really Dak good. Dak can do that. Yeah. I feel like Lamar Jackson can do that. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of guys towards the top. Obviously, the, the Herbert, the Burrow, the Mahomes, the Allen, those guys can all do it. Aaron Rodgers can do it. Like There are guys who can get it done. And then you get into the, you know, into the weeds with the Kirk Cousins, the Jared Goffs, and I think Brock Purdy's right there in that, that grouping with him. Even uh, Deshaun Watson now after the season he had last year. Yeah, They're good quarterbacks. I don't know if they're the guy at the end of a game. Yeah, I and mean, I think it, you mentioned the line at the top here, two and a half, um, that I read over the weekend too. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry and Adam is betting the Chiefs. But for some reason, the line that opened at two, two and a half, Went down all the way to one, one and a half, and is now back. Like every professional better is looking at this and saying the 49ers have the better team. Yeah. But then when you look at when they talk to bookmakers and they talk to a bunch of bookmakers in Vegas, the thing that they kept going back to is that, yeah, but the Chiefs have Mahomes. And like that's what every, like the public bet is the Chiefs. Hands down, the public bet is the Chiefs. Well, it's they have Mahomes. It's also Andy Reid with time. Yeah. And we, and we know how that is. Andy Reid, when he's had time, either off a of bye week, at the start of a season, in the playoffs, mm-hmm. his teams are very successful in those situations. Same with Patrick Mahomes. Especially getting points. And if So he, here's a way that I kind of justify it in my head right now. You're locking in a bet Chiefs money line yeah. right now mm-hmm. on Monday. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to solidify a bet at this moment, but I'll give you my thought process behind it. I think these two teams are pretty even. And so if the, if the line stays around two and a half or gets to three, but two and a half is where it's at right now, on game day, I will lean Chiefs points just because I think these two teams are so close. I want to have the points. That's going to be my thought process. Yeah. Now, you can justify it by saying because you don't want to fear Mahomes, Andy Reid off of a bye. Uh, their defense has really shown up this year, and, and I think that that's why – I bet with them against Baltimore. I thought that their defense was going to at least keep it close, therefore take the points in that matchup, even though I thought perhaps the Ravens would have been the team to win that game. I was just playing off of the odds of keep it close, good defense, and you get the points with Mahomes. I would like that situation. If that's how this week plays out, yeah, 
from a gambling standpoint, that's, I'll tell you right now, that's how I'm going to bet on Sunday. Now, if it gets close, if it, if it gets closer to even, right? Like if it's only a point or something or somehow it flips and, and the Chiefs throughout the week become the favorite, I could certainly be convinced of betting with the points with the 49ers because of what you were saying. All the Sharps are looking at this full roster with the San Francisco 49ers that they're the better team. Yeah. The only hang-up I would have in that scenario is that their kicker is a bit unreliable. Mm-hmm. And in tight games, under three points, when we're talking about these gambling situations, an unreliable kicker, I feel like that's dangerous when you're playing a, a, an evenly matched team like the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, are. every point matters. I mean, like you can't, exactly. you can't miss extra that, points. That's what I'm saying. You can't miss short field goals. If you need of you know, if you need three at the end of the half and you can only get to the forty, like you need well, that's, that's that field why goal. You trust Kansas City a little bit more for yeah. that scenario. I know that talking kickers isn't sexy and it's not something I want to do. They're kickers. They're not real people. I understand this, but here's the key: in a game that's that tight. It, if you have an unreliable kicker yeah. like the 49ers do, that, that could be a problem. Here's what I keep going back to, right? If this is a close game, okay? If this is a close game like they project it to be, two and a half points, and either situation, if the Chiefs are down four and Mahomes has the ball with a minute 20, they're going to win the game. If it's the opposite and the 49ers have the ball, and they're down four with a minute 20, it's what you just said. Who do I trust more in the final three minutes of the game? I trust Andy Reid. I trust Patrick Mahomes. I trust Chris Jones. I trust the Chiefs more right now in those final three minutes of the game than I do the 49ers. I agree with you. And so that's why I'm going Chiefs right now. Like, I already bet, I bet it, I bet Chiefs money line Sunday last Sunday night. I bet Chiefs money line because it was like plus one twenty five because it was right when the game came out. It was right when the line came out. They were they were two and a half point dog. The the money line was plus one twenty five. I was like, it's not getting better than this. So I bet that, and now you can still get it around plus one twenty one fifteen. So I still think that this comes down to I trust experience. And not that Kyle Shanahan's not experienced and not that Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel and all those guys aren't experienced, but Andy Reid has more experience, Patrick Mahomes has more experience, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, like all those guys have more experience than the 49ers. Mark in the South Suburbs, you're on ESPN 1000 talking football with Black and Abdallah. What's up, Mark? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for taking the call. No problem. Um, Abdallah, you are absolutely right about uh, tipping with the haircut. Um, Thank you. Just uh, pointing that out. Mark, how much Sorry. do you tip for your I'm, haircuts? I'm bringing my kids a pizza. Sorry. No Can worries. Give a second. Cheese pizza? <laughs> what kind of pizza? Pepperoni? We're going straight cheese? What do you got? Pe- pepperoni. Pepperoni, pepperoni pizza. All right. All right. Love it. Quality. Yes. Quality. Um, but um, I, the, the, the reason why I called, actually, okay, here comes my daughter now saying, hi, sweetheart. All right. Bye. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on the phone here. Um, okay, okay. The reason I called here is because I'm cr- I'm tired of all the crap on Brock Purdy. All the guy does is win. He's 21 and five as a starter. He's 16 and one when Debo and him and Kittle. Trent I mean, Williams. it's an all pro team. 
Yeah. Okay? It, 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 the game is not even going to come down to the last couple minutes because the 49ers are going to blow them out. It's going to be 31-10 to 10 or 34-10, to 10, somewhere along those lines. The, the, the defensive line of the 49ers is going to absolutely abuse the Chiefs offensively. Juwan Taylor absolutely blows, okay? He's going to – Dick Bosa or Chase Young, whoever they want to line up on that guy, they're, they're going to be in the backfield all game long. And I, I think it's going to be a blowout. I really do. So don't take the Chiefs in the three points. Give the points. Okay. In fact, I give three touchdowns. And you know what? We can bet a sand- – yeah, I know you guys get the sandwich place right now next door or whatever. We can bet some sandwiches well, if you want. I don't want to bet that yeah, sandwich place. I don't place. want that sandwich well, let's, place. Uh, let's bet Chardog. If, if you're right, you, you get Chardog. If we're right, we keep Chardog. Charlie will be your butler. Charlie will be five butler. Nice. Um, okay. All right. Well, then uh, I'll, I'll give I'll you guys my pizza. information then. All right. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate Thank you. you. He's given three touchdowns. The 49ers to blow out the uh, Kansas State Chiefs in Super Bowl 58. Uh, see, I love it. I love the football conversation see, already. And, well, and, and, and the prize between our bet with Mark and Black Abdallah is Charlie Bevins. And, and that's if, fine. If, and we, win, if yeah. we win, Charlie gets to stay. And be if our Mark butler. wins... Uh, he gets to claim uh, Chardog, Charlie Bevins. Uh, Charlie, are you okay with this? I mean, I guess I'm really rooting for a close game. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's the thing, though. And, and Mark brought up the point of, of Brock Purdy's uh, record when he has everyone available. This is supposed to be a down year for the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes had his worst statistical year with the Chiefs. They're still in the Super Bowl. Like, that to me is what makes Patrick Mahomes the best quarterback I've ever seen. And Brock Purdy, well, he's got to have Debo and Christian McCaffrey and Trent Williams and all of them when they play. When all of them play, then he's great. When not, then the record's not as good, right? Like this, the, the Chiefs wide receivers were garbage this year. And they're still in the Super Bowl. I don't think it's a knock on Brock Purdy to suggest he still has to prove it to us. No, not at all. He's good. We said he's good. That's how we started the conversation. He's a good football player. I just said if they win the Super Bowl, I'm not going to crap on him and call him a system quarterback anymore. The problem with a good quarterback like that with that team, though, is that they are so stacked. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the part of it is, is like they have weapons. They've got the tight end. They've got two uh, good wide receivers. They've got an incredible running back. They've got a great offensive line. They have the weapons. Like that, that's where to me, it's like, listen, I'd like to see Brock Purdy if Trent Williams isn't playing. Yeah. Because when Trent Williams isn't there, that offense isn't as good as everyone thinks it is. No. That's when they've struggled is because of Trent Williams. You know, like how many offenses can you say that about? You can say that about the 49ers because they're so good and so talented everywhere else. Brock Purdy's good. He is not elite. There's only going to be one elite quarterback on the field on Sunday. It's yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Charlie, what is uh, what can I get the 49ers minus 20 and a half at? It is, it is plus 1060. Okay, plus 1060. So 10 and a half to one right now. So, Mark, if you want to put that uh, if you want to put that down. That's a little shorter of odds than I would have thought, really, honestly. It actually <laughs> is. It actually plus 1060 is not uh, not not crazy. Uh, it's Super Bowl 58. The soup. game will be played on Sunday. And here on Blocking Abdallah, it's soup or a week. Abdallah's going to go heat up his soup. You'll get a review of the first night of Super Re- Week coming up next. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. 
This is Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah are back. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. On FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. media this week shows are pulling out all the stops for super bowl 58 uh you have teams of people going to las vegas radio row all kinds of different sets that are set up in the different casinos getting ready for the super bowl we'll see coverage all day on sunday getting you ready for football blocking abdallah here on the show we uh we can only celebrate super bowl week in one way and adam abdallah likes to eat soup I think this is the third year in a row we've third done year. this. Yeah. Third year of Super Week. Last year, we spent $43 on five different soups. This year, Director of Content Danny Zetterman was nice enough to give us $50 for soup. And this is the first soup of the Super Week, Chris. Day one. What do you have over this there? This is Luke's Lobster. Luke's Lobster. Luke's it, Lobster. It was, okay. on, it was on every single list of best soups Lobster. I looked at looked the best soups in Chicago. On it LaSalle? On the, it's on LaSalle. Okay. But they're based out of Maine. Uh, they get all of their lobsters from there. They make the soup, and then they ship it here. Oh, I've Small walked by batch. this place. Yeah, it's right okay, on LaSalle Luke's there. Luke's Lobster uh, near City Hall yeah. on LaSalle. LaSalle yeah. and Randolph. Yeah, so this is, it's a very good, this is the lobster bisque. Okay. Very good looking soup. Uh, like I said, all sustainable, small batch, all that, all those fancy words. Uh, and it was it was very highly rated uh, on uh, various uh, soup lists. Oh, that I you, you had some soup lists Best that soup you looked at. in the at. city. Yeah, I did. I did. Oh, so you can get like a lobster roll there, dude. When see... I walked in, why didn't you get a roll for the? When for I the crew? walked in, it smelled like I walked into a lobster roll. Like you know that like garlic <laughs> yeah. butter bread smell of oh, a lobster yeah. roll. I would bathe in that. Like it, it's. Smelled so good in there. I can confirm that the lobster rolls are very good. At Luke's? Yes. Oh, you had oh, it? Yeah. Okay. Connor, okay. Connor and I used to go there. All right. Oh, All right. Good. See, if, if it's Connor and Z-Pack approved, yeah. then you know it's good. All right. So here is the lobster bisque okay. from Luke's Lobster City Hall. Okay. All right. Mm. I put some crackers in there, too. Oh, that's really good. This lobster bisque is insane. This is... This tops last last year, I had the shrimp bisque from Catch Thirty Five. Yeah, this is so much better than that. It's better. Luke's is better. So much better than that. So much better. So much better. Take that, Catch. <sighs> Some ASMR for the kids. How did you heat it up to the proper amount? I did. Too I hot? heat it up. No, Not it's perfect. Burn your mouth. Perfect amount. Okay. Put the oyster crackers in there. Oyster crackers. Sorry. No, Can I have a bite? Stuff. No. Why not? You didn't shower today. <laughs> so, I will say, though, this tiny cup of soup. Yeah. We've eaten through $11. You spent $11 on that little... Let me see this soup. It's a cup of soup. It's like literally Dude, one cup. That is the smallest cup of soup it's I've a cup ever of, seen. It's that lobster. was $11? Dude, it's lobster. Adam, look how small that is. I understand. You, It fits in the palm of your hand. Eleven dollars for that cup of soup. Yeah, that's outrageous. It was really good. I can no, you can know. I what hope the crackers were free. Of course they were. 
Sometimes you get an upcharge. Well, I'm not getting up. Thirty four cents for crackers. I would have said no to that. Well, I, I am. I'm not kidding, guys. Have you? Can you see this little cup of soup? That's the smallest I saw cup of soup by. I've ever seen. Yeah, that That's is dainty. It's that is a cup, dude. It's lobster. No, but look how small. Hold it up for the twitchers. You three fingers is sea scorpion. Your three yeah. fingers is holding the cup. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even fit in the full hand. It's so small, dude. I don't know if you know how much things are these days. Eleven dollars for this, a cup. Don't worry about it. First of all, it's my budget for the show. Second wow. of all, I will be fine. I know how to. I've I've priced out the soups for the week. Well, yeah, you're gonna have to hit McDonald's twice. No, I'm not. <laughs> just got everything. This is great. This it, it looks good. I'm I'll just tell you telling this. you, that's a small cup of soup. I'd happily pay eleven bucks again. This is so good. This is so good. That's not filling. That's mm-hmm. not a meal. That's like you, that's I like the appetizer before the appetizer. No, this is a good appetizer. Wow. Mm. $11 for that little cup of soup. That's there's, ridiculous. There's good there's like a whole lobster in this thing. Is is this uh what I have to look forward to the rest of the week? Yeah, so Kevin now you're on the show. A, a tiny little cup of yeah. soup and you complaining about it. Well, no, sometimes I'm impressed. Uh, he okay. had a, a tortilla soup last year that was just very mm. impressive. It had it was big. It was it had all one. kinds of stuff to put into it. I got a good it. one. I got a it good was, tortilla soup coming this year. He had a soup, Kevin. He had a very impressive soup last year from yeah, out. That was $15. Okay. That's 11 and that's dainty. Plus tax. It's dainty. Here, look. It's I guarantee you it's smaller than this of coffee mug I'm holding it in my hand. It's, Here. Put it Do you know how up. much? Put it put it next to this. I Here. think dainty is the perfect adjective. Look at, look at how little that is. Look at that lobster Here, though. Put this next to it. Yeah. This coffee mug is bigger. You know what's in that coffee though? Nothing. There's lobster in here. I don't know if you know the price of lobster these days, Chris. Uh, so Kevin, yes, the the point of this bit here on the show is Adam eats the soup. How much is a uh, lobster but, and roll? Then he, and then throughout the week, he tries to manage his budget that he has for his soups. But this yeah. is all it is. There is nothing more. There's no sound effects. There's yeah, nothing. What do you think? There are this plenty is, of sound effects coming is, from him right now. This is the segment. This is it. Three years running. This is it. How Adam much do you think a soup? lobster roll is from this place? That. Kevin and Connor have eaten. I was loosely looking at their sandwich board. Uh, it seems uh, like seventeen bucks. I'm this lobster twenty-two. A four-ounce <laughs> four lobster roll. How four ounces you? is twenty-three dollars. How do you keep hearing Absolutely me when my mic not. is not on? Because uh, Charlie's on. mic was on, <laughs> freaking me out. Twenty-two. $23. $23. $23. For bugs of the ocean. Not a, not a lobster guy. No. Oh, okay. Charlie's not a lobster guy. Not a lobster, crab, really any fish. No class. If you want a trio, a two-ounce lobster roll, a two-ounce crab roll, and a two-ounce shrimp roll, it's twenty-six fifty. <laughs> Were they busy when you went in there? No. I mean, I went in there at 4.30 in the afternoon. That's a pretty good deal. You can't get soup at 4.30? No, no, no. I'm just saying that there was nobody. It's not one. I didn't go They're at lunchtime. Seven. I know, but I didn't go at lunch or dinner time. I went at 4.30 in the afternoon. Okay. I went during the literal dead time for bars and restaurants. Well, not I was, bars, I was but just, restaurants. I was just interested if they were busy or not. The smack dab in the middle of the loop right there. Randolph and LaSalle. Yeah, that's great. Across from City Hall. I'd pay 11 bucks again. It was real good. Are you done with your uh, soup review? I'm not done. I'm done with the review, but I'm not done with the soup okay. yet. All right, so we can move on. I mean, it feels like it's taken me a while to eat the soup that you guys say is really small. It's very small. It's smaller than this coffee mug. I mean, I'm still eating it. And, you know, you say it's small, but I'm still eating it. 
What's the difference between bisque and soup and chowder? Um, you want to know how you know? It's like butter content. You want right? to know how you know? I Google, would love to. Google the guy, Google.com. Okay. Charlie, yeah, I could have seen that from a mile away. He wasn't going to give you a real answer. He's, he's in one of those, you know, overzealous soup moods. Uh, you yeah. asked, you asked a question up. that I had some interest in. I would like to know the difference between those three items. But instead, he gave you the jerk response of Google because good, you're a child. Google? You told Charlie to Google it. Yeah, Google it. What is wrong with you? A, it looks like a bisque. So Have you ever been with someone in, in real life where they tell you just to Google something when you're talking to them? Have it's ever, the most frustrating thing in the world. I work here. Have you ever gotten, uh, who sings, like if you're singing a song and somebody goes, who sings that song? And you're like, oh, Mariah Carey. They go, let's keep it that way. <laughs> that's, that's the worst. I would never do that to you, Charlie. That's a, that's a pretty bad First one. of all, yeah. that's a douche move. Second of all, you have the voice of an angel. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that's outstanding. It, it looks let's, like let's keep it that way. It looks like bisque <laughs> is a soup, but not okay. all soups are bisques. Okay. Yeah, not all soups are bisques. Yeah, no. And then what is a chowder? Uh, it's got like a potato base. Oh, I wouldn't have guessed that. I would have guessed cream. I learned something today. Okay. See, see, there you go. I'm glad you Googled that. Oh, hey, uh, Google. Use Google.com. Yeah, use it. It's there. It's what is, free. What is wrong with you? It's free. All right. Uh, so there will be a new soup tomorrow here on the show for Super Week with Black and Abdallah. I was making the opposite noises that Kevin was making earlier. <laughs> uh, how much of your budget is left? What do you have? Uh, I got to look at the receipt to be exact, but it's like $48.95 or something. Or no, $38.95. $38.98. And you have four more days to purchase soup. Yeah. Super week for Super Bowl 58. Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Monday night, hanging out with you at 312-332-3776. Talking a little football, getting ready for the Super Bowl. Coley in Milwaukee, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Coley? Hey, hey. Okay, let me start with the Super Bowl. I think San Fran's a little longer in the tooth. I just don't see them being the same team they were maybe two, three years ago. Now I want to transition to the McCaskies. I see I see a financial situation showing up. They don't have a stadium. Um you know, every everything is just not perfect. And I think the McCaskies are are saying that, you know, they're they're okay, let me go let me let, let me go back to uh Eberfus. I think they didn't fire him because they didn't want to eat that contract. Okay, I, I never hear that from you guys, but that that's my opinion. Third. Okay. Um, I had all my checkpoints. Oh, yeah, yeah. well, fourth. Sure. Fourth. 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 Yeah. Okay. If Jordan Love wins a, 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 a Super Bowl, is the 2020 draft class the greatest ever as far as quarterbacks? Now, let me go back to my third point. 
I, I know I was talking about the McCaskies with the um, the stadium and then Eberflus, mm-hmm. and I think I, I don't think they want to eat that contract. And now that we're seeing that they they're not going to Arlington Heights, I think they're 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 showing their cars. They're 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 sick of just eating salary. You know, they're just sick of it. Um, just a lot of points, just just okay. stuff off the top of my head. Yeah, thanks, Coley. We'll address All some right, of it. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you, Coley. And and a couple of things. Uh, it's not a done deal that the Bears won't be in Arlington Heights. It's just the latest reporting from Crane Chicago is suggesting that the Bears have focused their attention on the lakefront in downtown Chicago. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, about Eberflus and the Bears wanting to not uh, perhaps uh, fire him because they, they didn't want to eat the contract. Eberflus. I'd say this. I don't believe that. I think that Ryan Poles and Kevin Warren keep telling us about stability, and I think they truly believe it, that changing just because the season didn't go quite the way they expected it to go was not a good enough reason to uh, change the entire coaching staff. Mm -hmm. They made their moves. They got rid of Luke Getze, some offensive coaches. They're bringing in new offensive coaches. But a good portion of the team really played well for Matt Eberflus. The defensive side of the ball had a great year. And I thought the team overall played better towards the second half of the season. Mm -hmm. And I think that they kept preaching stability. I think that's real. I don't think that was the McCaskey saying, you can't fire him because we don't want to eat the contract. If they didn't believe in stability and he wasn't doing a good job, he would have been fired. Yeah. I think that that's it. And quite honestly, this next season, if they have a tough start to the year and they're not playing well, he's going to be on the hot seat. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If, it if is they, what it is. If they, don't, if, I would, if they don't win at least seven games again, he's probably going to lose his job. I can see it. And I think, too, you're seeing now, now maybe it's because these guys weren't available and, you know, Ben Johnson took his name out of the running and Bobby Slowick didn't take a job or whatever. But a lot of the coaches that were hired this cycle are defensive-minded head coaches, you know? Dan Quinn with the Commanders, who everybody thinks is going to get Caleb Williams now because they have Cliff Kingsbury. Defensive-minded head coach. Like, you can have... I don't care if you're, the coach is defensive-minded or offensive-minded, as long as he's a good head coach. And they, even in the year where they only won three games two years ago, or two seasons ago, the team never quit on Matt Eberflus. And that says a lot after they made the moves that they did during the season, shipping off half the team to clear the books to, you know, have all the cap space to make the moves they did last offseason, which set them up for success this offseason. I feel like they, I mean, obviously, or else they would have fired him. They like Matt Eberflus. They like that the team respects him and that they play for him. And I think that if they get, they look at the, the, the hirings that they made at offense, right? They've got a former offensive coordinator as the passing game coordinator. They brought in Shane Waldron, who was already calling plays and being a, a, uh, an offensive coordinator for the Seahawks. Like th- They're surrounding Matt Eberflus with very good offensive minds. Like they're, going to, they're making a concerted effort to say, we are going to be a good offense. And that's, I mean, if they bring in Caleb Williams, then hopefully they have the quarterback to have a good offense. 
Black Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. Last night was music's biggest night, Abdallah, and Taylor Swift won big. She uh, won uh, her fourth album of the year award. You're a big fan of uh, Taylor winning album of the year? Well, you're, you're the music guy. You, you said you watch all the award hey, shows. Award show guy. Yeah, award show guy. I would say that uh, this wasn't my favorite album of hers, but... It's I, as soon as they said that like John Baptiste was nominated, I knew he was nominated going in. I was like, it would be very Grammys Academy or Grammys whatever voters to vote for if to just give him because like the Grammys have always kind of done that. They give someone the Album of the Year award, and you're like, wait, what? How did that happen? This person won Song of the Year. This person won Record of the Year, and you're gonna give this. This is what you're going to award for Album of the Year, so I thought it was deserved. Billie Eilish won Song of the Year. Miley Cyrus won the Record of the Year, which is the recording. I, I'm so confused on the difference between song, record, and album. Okay. You want me to explain this to you like your Meryl Streep? Yeah, but don't do it in a smarmy way. I can already tell you're going to no, be did smarmy you, did about you hear the? Did you award see the bit show. yesterday that they did? No. So Meryl Streep... No, I didn't. We fast-forwarded through a lot. Okay, so she needed an explainer as to what it was. Doesn't everyone? Doesn't everyone get confused on what record, song, and album with the differences like, between well, the album? Well, album is obvious. It's for the entire album. Okay? One would think. Yes. Record is for the, the, act, the song, the singular song. Okay. And song... Is for multiple songs? Is for the writers of the song. Okay. This guy has one bowl of crab or lobster bisque. And he's up on his high horse. Now. Very, no, no, no. I'm no, explaining I, it to you. I, I genuinely do not know this. He gets very I'm explaining it to you. I'm explaining, right. it to you. I'm explaining it to you. I feel very I'm explaining it to you. Okay, so I'm now we know. I'm explaining it to you. Uh, you some, asked, and I explained it. Some other items uh, from the night. Uh, obviously, uh, there were some uh, older artists that, that appeared for the first time. It was pretty cool to see. Uh, Mariah Carey handed out a trophy. Uh, Tracy Chapman performed. Joni Mitchell performed. Mm-hmm. Celine Dion uh, had an appearance at the end. She's been very sick, and Taylor yeah. Swift snubbed her on the stage. That was outrageous what Taylor did. I mean, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want Swifties to come after me, but it needs to be uh, called out. Why does Taylor always have to be doing the most? Because that's what she times. does. That's how no, she is. At all times, oh, whether yeah. in a football stadium, whether it's hoping that she gets cl- Shots of her on the floor of the Grammys singing the wrong lyrics to songs that are taking place. You notice that how many times mm-hmm. they cut to Taylor and she's singing along and yeah. the words are not the right words. She's one of us. We don't know all the lyrics to songs. But always over the top. Mm-hmm. Why so much? I don't know, man. And she definitely snubbed Celine Dion. I don't think she did. How 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 did she not? Because afterwards she went up and hugged her. They took pictures no, together. They did everything backstage. just fine. Okay, that was so backstage what? in okay. the moment. Every other young performer last night, young person at one. Okay, first of all, acknowledge the the legends yeah, uh-huh. that were around them. First of all, Mariah Carey can't walk. Let's just say it. Mariah Carey can't walk. Mariah Carey needed help to. And I know your wife has seen Mariah Carey, so she can back me up on this in concert. Mariah Carey doesn't move unless it's assisted for some reason. Maybe she had panda. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how that's different than so Celine she, Dion. She who's wouldn't like leave the stage. Sick, she wouldn't though. leave the stage. It is the artist. Celine Dion was right there. What are you the, talking about? It's the artist who won the awards moment, not the presenter. Yeah. No, not I the agree. presenter. I agree. It's not so the presenter. Why is it a moment. snub? 
She could have thanked her. She could have given her a hug there when she got the trophy. She just snatched okay. it. She's too busy it's having her, her little it's chuckle her hut moment. with her, her little friends. It's her moment. Ah, it's a little much. She set a record. The most albums of the year. A little much. Yeah, we get it. You don't like Taylor Swift. Chris Black doesn't like Taylor I Swift. I really enjoy her music. Make I, the video. I just think she... I don't understand why she always has to do the most. Now, okay. uh, Billy Joel performed at the end of the evening, and I thought that this was a great opportunity that we could bring something back to the airwaves. Um... I know Kevin Zipak wasn't uh, around the, the station at this time, but uh, Kevin, I hope you enjoy this. Uh, see, back in the day, I used to produce Carmen and Yurko with Danny Zerman. The two of us would produce Carmen and Yurko each and every day. And we had Billy Joel tickets to give away. I think he was performing at the United Center. So if we go back to 2018, January 25th of 2018, you ever hear of a caller named Marilyn? She would call into the oh, yeah, of Carmen and Yurko yeah. show lovely, quite frequently. Lovely yeah. woman. Yeah. Marilyn calls into the shows, and Danny had the idea that I should record Marilyn singing or reading off lyrics from Billy Joel's songs and do like uh, 10 of them. And then listeners were to guess who the artist is or who the song was, and then they would win tickets to go see Billy Joel. Okay. So Chris Black, me, in 2018, we're talking six years ago, I'm in a studio, a back studio on the seventh floor here at ESPN, and I'm in a recording session with Marilyn for like 35 minutes. And as we're recording, she's reading these lyrics one after another, and then this happens. This is from 2018, January 25th. Her hair, her hair falls... Hang on a second. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. He was, he was supposed to be locked up. Go. Go. Joey, I'm recording something. Get your dog in here. I can't. You, they can't hear me. Get your cord. Joey. Help me. Get the dog. Sorry about that. Is it okay now? Yep, you're all good. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a chihuahua who thinks he's a Doberman. Oh, my God. Kids are going... Where did we leave out? Just the way you are, right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Please shut him up. Oh, I want to put a, put a muzzle on him today. <laughs> it's so good every time. That was 2018. Every time. It's so chaotic. <laughs> every time. She was... She read, like... 15 different paragraphs of lyrics of Billy Joel's songs. And in the middle of that, uh, the dog <laughs> attacked the room. Oh, man. That's Chihuahuas just, are mean. Oh, man. It's, it, it's, he's a Doberman. It, it's one of my favorite pieces of audio here at the radio station. Her hair, her hair falls. Hang on a second. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. He was, he was supposed to be locked up. Go. Go. You're all good. Yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a chihuahua who thinks he's a Doberman. Oh, my God. Kids are going, where did we leave out? Just the way you are, right? Yep. Okay. Please shut him up. I want to put a, <laughs> put a muzzle on him today. 
This is Chicago's home for sports on FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Thank you to Charlie Bevins and the Kevin Z Pack for producing tonight's show of Black and Abdallah. We'll be back tomorrow night, 6.30 to 8, right here on ESPN 1000, and also with Carmen and Yurko coming up at noon tomorrow, right here on ESPN 1000. It's time for the song of the night. I want to rock! Hey, turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for... What dial? There's there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdallah's song of the night. Yo, later. Tonight's song, we go to Toto. Africa, Song of the Night from 1982. Enjoy. to that in just a second but if you stuck with us for the rest of the, our show tonight the the late long streamers we got a surprise for you Ooh. call her five at 312-332-3776 we have a pair of tickets to see luke bryan at wrigley field august 25th that's right call her five at 312-332-3776 that's wrigley field august 25th luke bryan that's a big-time deal. Concert giveaway. A pair of tickets will be yours. Caller 5. You can also go to Cubs.com slash Luke Bryan. Four tickets and tickets go on sale 10 a.m. Friday morning. So 312-332-3776 for caller number 5. Abdal, the reason we selected this song, <laughs> February 5th, 1983. So this date, 1983, this song, Africa by Toto. Hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100. This was the number one song in the country on this date back in 1983. It took a while because it was released in October of 1982. Uh, Like you mentioned, it reached number one on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. 
It also reached number one in Canada. And it was like top five in most other places. Um, but yeah, the band, this is one of those songs where like the band has been playing it for so long that they're, they're kind of sick of it. But they oh, understand that. that like it, they're famous because of it. Like obviously they've got other good songs. But this is the one that if this comes on at a bar, everyone stops what they're doing and sings the chorus. This is the song that's featured in the 40-year-old virgin, right? Think so? I don't know. It's an episode of Family Guy. It is definitely an episode of Family Guy. Uh, It's been on a ton of stuff. South Park. um, Chuck. The Cleveland Show. Chuck. Yeah. You're skipping me Chuck. I'm just reading it off of uh, Wikipedia, man. So what song am I thinking of in the 40-year-old version? Oh, you're you're thinking of the Michael McDonald song, right? No, not the one in the store. No, okay. no, no. All right. Isn't there a scene like towards the end where they're like dancing in a field? I have no idea. The winner of the tickets to see Luke Bryan at Wrigley Field, Matt in Arlington Heights. Congrats, my man. You can get those tickets if you missed out on your opportunity tonight tomorrow on the show and also Wednesday and also Cubs.com slash Luke Bryant 10 a.m. on Friday the tickets go on sale. If you want to listen to a much crappier version of this song check out Weezer. Oh, terrible. Yep. Tono Africa it's your song of the night. I want to rock. Hey, turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for the dial? There's no dial on it. Yeah, it's just an Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, later. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.